Welcome to the Corner Table Podcast. Hello. With um, your host with a S, Darius here. We have Anna. Hi. And we have the wonderful introduce yourself, sir. Uh Hayes. Hi. Hayes. Hey Hayes. What is up? I this is not a pre-recording, so they, if he sound like a robot there, that's actually him talking. <laughs> what, what is up? I am here to help with podcasts. I honestly thought you were going to introduce me yourself. And oh, I was going to yeah. give a little ayo. Uh, <laughs> he had a whole thing prepared and you ruined it. Yeah, I did. Um, so yeah, uh, Hayes is going to be helping us out during the summer. Woo-hoo. For the rest of the, before, I mean, you could tell, before you leave, um... He does so, yeah. live in Arizona now. Who I are do. you, Hayes? Who are you? I am curious. First of all, I have a question. Do you like living in the desert or do you hate it? I feel like there's no in-between. Uh, well, so... He's about to give an in-between answer. I can feel it. I, I, <laughs> I mean, it's, all, it's got its pros and cons. I personally <laughs> really like the desert biome. Uh, I like the Grand Canyon, uh, but honestly, Phoenix is three hours south of the Grand Canyon. So, but we also do have some other beautiful spots. So, some hidden gems that people not a lot of people know about, but yeah. they're there. So, like Sedona, Sedona's gorgeous. Cool. Yeah, uh, Flagstaff, uh, two hours you north. Some mountains, you if you want to. I like know what that is. Yeah, so yeah. Flagstaff. <laughs> nice. They have mountains there. They That's do. Great. They That's do. There's good hiking spots. Yes. Yeah, yes. but actually, yes, yeah. it's kind of nice to See, be here in the summer. Yeah, because. You're not getting roasted. Yeah, I'm not getting roasted. I think it's like we looked a couple days ago. It was like 110 to 120 mm-hmm. degrees yeah. every single day for the next two weeks. Darius, this is Sedona, Arizona. So, yeah, well, I mean, it's really since you, oh, that is that is nice, nice. Yeah, you know, since you since you're here, not getting roasted, so I guess I roast you. Man, that mustache so ugly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, three seconds man. in, Darius. You know, it, too bad uh, this isn't a video recording. Uh oh. So people could roast you know, your calves. See it. See see it. See my mustache. Oh yeah. What it is in all its glory. I have a. I, I'm pretty. Uh, pretty pretty confident about it. Uh, yeah yeah. I'm aware. I'm aware. I definitely <laughs> sidetracked us from and the intro. I will say, I'm surprised that you haven't asked me to get a razor yet. I know. I know. You must be happy. Yeah. <laughs> It means something is improving. That's the message. Everybody to me. else, I would say, hey, bro, my hunter, hey, bro, hey, man, they, we just go to the dollar store real quick. Go down the street, bro. I got you. I bet you QT might have something. Oh, yeah, QT may got something, bro. We can get this done right now. <laughs> Let me help you out, bro. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hijack, but who are you? Who is you? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, most people will know me as Pastor Matthew's son. Whoa, I didn't know that. Whoa. Oh, my whoa. gosh. You're a PK. PK. Let's go. Uh, I'm but, out of here. But no, I mean, you know, first first order of business, child of the most high, right? Oh. You know, I'm just kidding. So corny. Uh, <laughs> but true. But true. Corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I go to college at GCU. Uh, I, this is my last year of college, and I graduated my undergrad and Christian studies. Whoa. And then I'm going on to Asbury Seminary, hopefully to get an MDiv and potentially a THM as well. 
Uh, and then, I'm mad like I know what that is. Uh, Masters of, so MDiv is like the over, Masters of Divinity, it's the overarching degree okay. that kind of covers biblical studies, practical ministry, mm. uh, oh and everything in between. And then the THN, I get really excited about this kind of stuff. The THN is Masters of Theology, so that's the degree that prepares you for a PhD, or you, you it's just to... Uh, to help for, you develop, like further, yeah, your further develop your Would studies. Would you want to get a PhD? Uh, depends on how much you like school. It depends on how debt. much I like school. I take it one step at a time. That's fair. That's fair. I have had the desire, the on and off desire, um, to do it. The on desires, I think it'd be pretty cool. Like, uh, I, I love studying the Bible. I <laughs> or that, <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the downside yeah. is you. Uh, I mean. The work of the scholar is rigorous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is difficult. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be able to start a family tell after I got it or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like you have to devote all your time to it. It's like, yeah, it's it's a lot. Yeah. Uh, you actually, I was talking to one of my professors. They said you had to, or some for some PhD courses, you have to sign something to so that they make sure that you're, there mentally like wow. a, it's like a because it's so intense so intense wow. the suicide rate for people getting phds is so much higher what yep yeah see if i was huh. able to get it's a, a dark phd place. yeah I, I um i i probably would be that person to be like no doctor yeah <laughs> <laughs> doctor <laughs> yeah i know i know right <laughs> so that's the thing mm-hmm. i don't know if i like honestly i have a huge heart for the church so i just want to get into the church but i also want to have an educational background. That makes sense. Yeah, so. right, that's right. cool. That's cool. Well, thanks for in, uh, your little bio. Um, I say we jump into our next little mini section. Yeah. Well, yeah. the fluff stuff. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. So we got, we got a segment that we start off with. Um, it's like keeping it light and fluffy. So it's just it's like, a joke because most of our topics aren't light and fluffy. Yeah. So we got to have a little fluff, you yeah, know? Yeah, just, just enough to be like, oh, my gosh, okay, this is nice. You know, easy. A little relatable. A little bit, yeah. Um, so I don't... What are you consuming? Like yeah, what's some podcast like, books? Yeah, it'd be anything. Shows. Like, what you enjoying? What do you this con- week? Yeah, what do you? Yeah, what are you enjoying? That's a good. One. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I today I spent three hours at a coffee shop. I got to read the Bible. Obviously, I love reading the Bible. Gosh no. Uh, but but <laughs> but I'm reading this book right now. It's called. I'm. It's my goal this summer to finish it. We'll see if it happens. Okay. Oh, is that that like? Thousand page something. Yeah, it's it's sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred. Oh, Paul Paul in the faithfulness of God by N. T. Wright. I would never. Whoa. I'm just. I just won't. All about the superstar Paul. Yeah, all about Paul. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's That's kind of cool. It is really cool. Mm -hmm. I, I, yeah. N. T. Wright. If you ever get a chance to read any of his stuff, very good. He's honestly helped shape my views in a lot of Mm. like, or helped me with a lot of my questions yeah. that makes sense. Um, and just like especially how the old testament and the new testament are intertwined and connect yep. so well together uh he has helped piece those together for me that's like, really cool like no other so that's really cool yeah nice. no. thanks for sharing <laughs> what about you dare bear um were you really bumming on that on the podcast dare bear i'm sorry oh. <laughs> it's become natural in my yeah, yeah. repertoire now. Yeah, Darius. Alex as well. Alex as well. Uh, um, he's, he's the one who started it for the record. He really did. I don't know how it <laughs> followed me from Florida to here. Nobody, <laughs> and nobody knew about the name. Nobody. <laughs> um, uh, I don't... 
Do you need a second to think? I may need a second. Okay, I have my Because I, I came back and really just started hitting the ground running. And I don't feel like I really... I feel that. Yeah. Go ahead, Anna. Okay. Um, I started listening to... I've been listen, I like podcasts. And today I started listening to the Joe Rogan's podcast with Robert Kennedy Jr. Oh, wow. Oh, you Joe listen, Rogan. You listen to Joe Rogan. I do listen to Are you to allowed to... Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. That's but, you know he last, doesn't. No, I'm joking. Last, the last <laughs> thing I would have expected you. That, that's, really? That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I dabble with Joe Rogan, but the one with Robert Kennedy Jr. is really interesting. It's a lot about, like, all of the craziness that happened with COVID and our big pharma stuff. Oh, yeah. you'd like it. Oh, yeah. Um, the... Air quote conspiracy stuff. Oh, yeah, I just did. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I entertain them. I'm, 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 I'm a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> gotcha, a conspiracy gotcha. theorist, but I just I'll entertain them. Yeah, yeah I, 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 honestly, like he's written several books, and there's a lot of things that are now be like things that were theories before that yeah. are now. Yeah, it was it was claimed as facts. misinformation yeah. as well. Yes, yeah, so and it's like but, you know, all right. <laughs> so I was big into that stuff for a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Back in high school, you know, the 2020. Wow. Really Did you graduate back. high school in 2020? Yeah. He's like, back yeah. in high school. Oh. Yeah, I, I got back political. Not not my uh, brightest times, but. That's okay. You know, oh my we live gosh. and we learn. Yeah, I, lo- I, love, 20, I love politics. 20, so. What was I doing? In tw- I was married right when I was in, when it was 2020. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want to give out my graduation. What were you? Year. Oh, uh, no, I was. I mean, it was COVID year, so I was working at a, I was working at a grocery store. I lost my job. I was doing oh, contract yeah. to work for computers. So um, during that time period, I was just like, well, I'm gonna work as a cashier until you know it yep. gets picked back up. Oh, uh, well, that's when you got. The Lord told you to move up here, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, because you moved here right as we were yeah. leaving. Yeah. It sounds, hey, All of our you conversations. Know, Anyways, but I was know, listening to Joe I guess Rogan low, today. Low had plans, man. So, whatever. Mm. so that's what I've been consuming. Um, what have you been consuming? Oh, and I finished a book. No. A fiction book. <laughs> it's really good. What a book. book. It's called As the River Goes. Oh, my. Stop. No, you know, this is about it's to really be some good. female stuff. This no offense. <laughs> no offense. To it's actually a really sad book. <laughs> Go ahead. What's about? You got me. This, I mean, this girl, she. Lost her whole family. It's oh, it's okay. uh, maybe maybe it's, it's a, too good to It's historical fiction based off of um, in the like late sixties and seventies in Colorado. The there's the Gunnison River, and they flooded a portion of it to create a reservoir, and like four towns were completely lost and wiped because of it. Um, so it just kind of is based around that, and just like this fictional person who was affected by it and she lost her whole family and all that jazz so ah, okay. wow. it was actually it was good but it was kind of sad yeah i, <laughs> I liked it though oh anyways <laughs> let me know when a movie comes out um, <laughs> uh you're those kind of people no i would see i, I would audible a book it's just like that's fair i i'm one of those people who claim they read a book oh you audible lie it. about it no oh. audible okay but it's like, that's fine it's not really like reading, reading. You know, you what I mean? consumed the book. I consumed it. Can I say that? Is that loud? Yes. <laughs> he's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> like, hey, so it's a different no. opinion. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you, you didn't read it. By the look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, speaking of consuming, what no. have you consumed, Darius? Did you sleep? 
since being back from Amsterdam. Did you consume sleep? I mean, I slept. <laughs> I mean, did you sleep really good after you came to the, the worship night on Friday? Did you go to the not worship night? Yeah, and then I we was, were out till midnight. You I was, did? I was. Strange. Stop. I had to. I had to try to see if I can force myself back to the time. You know what I mean? Oh my god! I went home. I would have went to sleep. I would have went to sleep. You want to give the listeners a little context? Oh what? Oh yeah, that oh. can lead us into our topic for the day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I consume. I've been watching The Good Place. I, mean, I love that show. Yeah. but yeah, there we go. That's it's a good it. one. Go, Ashley, Ashley Hayes. You know, lead us into it. What was what, well, yeah, yeah. Context? Just for for a little context, uh, yeah. we have Darius and Anna here who were Hi. in. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I don't know if uh, any anyone is familiar with the 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 jet lag and the the oh. tiredness that comes with traveling. We love it. It's the it's the best part. Oh. And not only that, but you guys were only in Amsterdam for a week. Yeah. So I imagine right when you were getting adjusted. Yeah. Perfect <laughs> and fine. You it's had to fly true. all the way back. There's a seven hour time difference too. Yeah. I heard it's worse doing it in Europe than the other side in the eastern side of the world. Ah, it was rough when I came back. Well, from I Indonesia. came back from um the southeast because we mm. flew from Vietnam at that point. I I was fine the next day. I was. I went to I a was fourth. Not. I went hey, to a fourth of July party and everything. Oh. That's how fine I Bro. was. I was Today, not. I mean, this time I was like. Man, I, I, was, I, I, feel, I was struggling this time. I fell asleep at like four o'clock Saturday, and I was and I woke up at like nine thirty. <laughs> then of uh, then trying to stay awake and fell back to sleep to ten thirty and said, you know what, I'm hungry. And yes. Yeah. So yeah, um, maybe it was a good thing I didn't host Sunday, uh, but yeah, the time time difference was yeah. Was and so right. Darius here, yeah. right when he flew back. Yeah. Full of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Decided to go to the worship yeah. night. Arms and then, pumping and everything. Flexing. And then go out to eat afterwards yeah. for an additional two hours. And oh, by the yeah. time it was about eh, midnight. Yeah, You're I had a to get. Trooper. I had to get my Christian star points. You know what I mean? So God after a mission like, trip. Yeah, God, God, I wanted a good noodle from God. You know what I mean? You wanted that extra a, crown. A, a, extra crown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he had an extra little thorn on it. I was like, I appreciate it. Oh appreciate my it. gosh. No. Um, I mean, I I think we kind of well, it's weird. I've been having those weird interactions with, like with random people. Yeah, just talking about God. Um, I mean, I'm I'm glad, I'm grateful for it. But like, even when we went out, those people behind us, we were talking about is there a hell or no hell? Like, yeah. I feel like it was essential for us to be there to even discuss, yeah. to get yeah. give them insight. Because apparently, her friends were saying the same thing. Like, no, there is a hell. Excuse me. Oh, we went so, out to eat. Yeah, we went out to eat. Some people were debating about is there a hell or or not behind us, hmm. and it took everything in me to fight the urge to to make a comment. But I, oh, I eventually yeah. gave in, and I had to. I was like, excuse me. Yeah, I was like, not I just, to bother I, you. Not to bother, but I wrong. got to. I got to chime in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For sure. So yeah, that was. I thought that was great because, I mean, yeah, the the friends seemed to understand what we were saying. Uh, they they seem to appreciate it and yeah we went back on our merry way so nice yeah. well we're talking today about a f- kind of a follow up because our last um, episode was yeah. about missions and then we mentioned towards the end about Amsterdam so yeah. it's kind of following up and then Hayes is here to I mean you can chime in about your previous yeah. mission experience too 
Where yeah. have you gone? I uh, I, so, I mean, last year I went to uh, help lead, lead a trip to Cambodia. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. So what, How long uh, was that one? Uh, that was two weeks. Okay, yep. Mm-hmm. So I was in Cambodia for about a week, like nine, maybe nine oh, wow. days. Yeah. Um, then Vietnam for another, like, nine. Um, was it, what was your experience in Cambodia? Well, so we did... We kind of like it was like a well-rounded trip, right? Yeah. So we had uh, a lot of a lot of opportunities to serve in like BBSs, to do uh, a little bit of manual labor, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, and then also to uh, do lots of uh, evangelism and outreach. Yeah. That's cool. Um, one thing that I remember specifically about Cambodia too, though, is it was a very spiritually charged mm-hmm. nation. Very spiritually charged. Very Buddhist. Like, pretty yeah. much everybody there is Every Buddhist. store has yeah. a little altar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every corner oh, of the yeah. street. And so that was one thing that was very noticeable. And what was also I found interesting is a lot of the Buddhist statues that they would, like, set up in their household had, like, snakes that would come out from behind mm. it. Uh, yeah. Very, Ooh. very interesting. I was like, hmm, mm. I wonder what's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it was a very... Uh, spiritually charged place, but it was also like really cool to experience the reality of Jesus' power yeah. over the demonic. You mean That's you good. mean anyone that never even heard of the name Jesus before there? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. That that For was sure. my first like, I guess like cultural shock was no, it's real. They actually never heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I wasn't as um, aware of, like the spiritual side then. I didn't realize I was being affected spiritually during that trip until years later when things started to make sense mm-hmm. so I think it's I think it's kind of cool that you immediately picked up that no no it's a it's spiritually charged place because that's a good way to describe stuff yeah, like that it's spiritually just charged. yeah just people don't really recognize it and I feel like we've seen that a lot in our trip in Amsterdam mm-hmm. um, so it's just like yeah um, I guess just a not to I guess just a pivot back back to that um <clears throat> Because people, obviously, you probably got it a lot, Anna, too. Uh, people ask, oh, my gosh. How was, was Amsterdam? How was Amsterdam? Yeah. That was a trip. And to be honest, I don't know what what information I should give. Hmm. Um, I'm, I've been struggling because people have been asking me, and I don't know what how, how honest should I be. I don't know what level. And I don't hmm. know that just tell me, hey, it was a great place to talk to the people. You know, it was a heaviness. And it's like, it was a great way to, like, Connect and see the culture, and um, you know, intercede for the red light dish. Do I do I keep it that vague, or do I actually dive in deep mm. and talk about like the like you said for spiritual spiritually charged areas? And so, yeah, that's yeah. You, that's, were, you and Rachel were really affected by that. Yeah, it was. Uh, I just been telling people starting off is life changing, mm. and it was life changing mm. from that side. But Anna. <laughs> <laughs> nice deflect. Yeah, nice you know it's coming back to me, so I'm just going. Here, here. How about you get one sentence to describe what the Lord did, and then why that one sentence? Oh, like for us personally, or in in general, and on the trip. I would say personal. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Is that I was like, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, they're absolutely. different. For me, they're different. Um. Solidifying foundations of ide- of identity mm. oh, for me. That's good. Um, big thing, or like reason why, explanation behind it. 
I have felt very called to circles of prayer and intercession. I feel like the Lord's really given me giftings in spaces like that. Uh, and, a, and just a passion for it. Like, mm. it just makes my heart come alive. Come on. Um, and we were able to... They have a... Uh, the YWAM base has a prayer room in the Red Light District there called the Tabernacle. And so we went to a prayer set there. And that... And like, they were specifically interceding for the Red Light District. And that was really awesome. And then it just happened to be... Not just happened to be. There's no coincidences. But the next day... We all uh, just felt led to go and actually walk around and pray and intercede for the Red Light District. And it was really, like, really spiritually heavy. As soon as we, at one point, my little group, we walked out of the Red Light District. And there's, like, a very specific geographical area on the map. It is. It's not a natural one either. It is. No. It's not. It's, like, (laughs) it's super. It looks like a puzzle piece, kind of. Yeah, cannot judge But as soon as... Uh, like myself and my my team walked into literally past the geographical line of the red light district. I felt like I had a thirty pound weight on my chest, mm. and it was hard mm. to breathe. Yep. Um, it was exhausting. It was exhausting, and just walking around praying in tongues. But at the same time, I felt so empowered by that, and uh, and I just from what I feel like the Lord was telling me afterwards is like. I've called you to intercede for spaces like this and other circles in your life as well. So it was really solidifying. It felt like there was like wet concrete that the Lord had regarding my identity. And that was like some solidifying, like drying time for that stuff. So oh, yep. yeah. your turn, Darius. Yeah. Um, I think that was kind of similar for everyone. Cause I, I feel very similar to that as well. Um, I would say for me, one sentence is that, um, the Lord is showing me um, more of who, I, more of Him. I would say, using your word, solidifying. Um, is that is that mm-hmm. it? yeah, solidifying who I am called to be, but also showing me um, areas that He's going to be growing me in, hmm. in for the yeah. for that yeah. for that future. So it's more of like I can see where this can lead, but yet here I still have learning to do. Um, so. Uh, yeah, so basically what Anna said was, yeah, like, I did not realize it till midway or second day. Mm-hmm. It, um, really it was more third, towards the beginning. You really, really would, realized it the halfway, yeah. and then it was towards the beginning that you were yeah. kind of so, feeling off. Yeah, so... I don't, this is the part where I go, I mean, this is our space to share, so I'm just going to be on the podcast and share. Um, it is our podcast. Yeah. It's ours. <laughs> the Lord's so, first. <laughs> yeah. So for people who I, who listen, I'm questioning, and if I've been vague on my answers of how Amsterdam was, me going into this ramble is one of the reasons why. You could just uh, refer people to the podcast when I they can, ask. I can't. I actually may have to do that. <laughs> Um, because I just don't know. I, I can't explain it all. It'd be like a 30-minute conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, and some people aren't ready to hear, like, the heaviness of the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. They just don't want to go mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I don't want to overwhelm them in my in my um, answer. Um, so, first night, Anna, can, Anna knows. I, for the first two and a half days, I was being spiritually tortured. Yeah. At night, uh, even trying to take a nap during the day. Um, and even after the second night, um, I feel like the Lord told me that, um, 
whatever entity was sending a messenger. And so it wasn't in the sense of trying to stop me, but trying to torture me. And even the night before, um, before we left for Amsterdam the next day, um, I had a panic attack I haven't mm. had. I don't know in how long. Yeah, mm. um, a lot. Like pretty much everyone every, on the trip was feeling yeah. anxiety and had. Ev- so I was. I left. Rachel Baker left from Miami, and then the rest of the team left. Mm. Every single group had issues. Yeah, getting there. Like Satan didn't want us there. Oh, it was absolutely. very clear. I experienced similar similar stuff when I was in Cambodia. Yeah, like I hadn't had anxiety in like three years. Yeah. First night, I didn't sleep at all because yep. I was mm-hmm. up all night with mm-hmm. anxiety. Yep. And so, yeah, it was, I mean, thank you. I was on the, uh, well, I was on Xbox, but mainly just talking um, to my friends and just ask for any, like, I'm talking about cringing, crying anxiety. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Moving past that, it was it it wasn't a great night. Mm. So that paired up to me actually going there and feeling it, and so once again, I just couldn't sleep. I mean, I was exhausted. And you weren't and, sleeping much before the trip either, because you nah. were having a lot of yeah dreams uh, and attacks and stuff too, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. So all that saying is like leading up to it, I didn't realize that. I was being spiritually attacked in a sense of where we were going until what Anna was talking about. But how would you, mm-hmm. geographically, um, I can't say it, but how was like Yeah, geographically. Ge- yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the map, I had to start asking questions in the middle of the second day. Where are we? Because each time I stepped over, is exact, it felt different. Mm-hmm. I felt a heaviness. And, but when I stepped away from it, I felt fine. And so, like, we was on a canal. The canal tour actually showed yep. me. We was on a canal tour. Just, um, we had, like, a little bit of space in between. And we just wanted to hear about the city, kind of do a quick way to kind of explore it. A little fun tourist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, um, halfway through it, I mean, it's about 30 minutes in. Perfectly fine. I'm asking mm-hmm. quick. Halfway through it, it hits. I get drained. Yeah, I could like, tell, too. I was sitting I, next to you. I was like... Afterwards, like Alex is like, "Hey, y'all, we're gonna, we're not gonna go back to the base. We're gonna go try to, you know, in, pray, go to the prayer room first, intercede. Then we're gonna try to go out." And I'm just like, "Alex, I need a break." But to me, I was getting frustrated because mm-hmm. I was like, "I have done. I've been on mission trips. We're building prefab houses. I've been on mission trips where we're constantly out yeah. in the streets." And so we did probably more walking I've ever done in a mission trip, though. Like uh, 15,000 oh, steps yeah. a day. Easy. Easy. <laughs> easy. So we didn't gain weight. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of the amount of tiramisu yeah. that we had, we, we did didn't not. gain any weight. <laughs> so um, with that, I was just like, why am I getting so exhausted? Yeah. This makes no sense to me. And so that's when I realized I feel like the Lord told me exactly what this entity was doing. And so, you know, I say that because when it comes to the gift of discernment, you have to discern what is happening. Mm-hmm. You can feel it, but then you have to figure out what is exactly happening. Mm-hmm. And so, as, as and I know Rachel was very similar, as we continued to walk into the red light district, it was purpose was to drain us. Mm-hmm. So, we could not operate in our gifting. And so, understanding that, I realized I had to actually be on the defensive side. So mm-hmm. I told I told the team I was like, hey, I cannot be initiating conversations. I cannot be the one saying go over here. Only thing I can do is pray. 
mm-hmm. and pray and defend and try to trust where the spirits lead. Mm-hmm. And so in that, we we split to we split up into our groups. Um, and I say this for a reason. Um, when this once again, I can't say all this in any, like just a natural conversation, but this brings up to where I figured out more of an idea of the reason why God has kind of equipped me this way. Um, we go out. Alex felt led to pray around this building seven times. Mm-hmm. I tell you, I have never felt it at the presence of the demonic that heavy mm. in my entire life. It was so it, it was it was so heavy after the second round. I felt like it was a turning in my stomach. I felt like I couldn't breathe. Mm. I felt like I, I was just like Alex, you got to stop. I feel like I just ran two miles, and I'm just like, you, I need water, Coach. Mm. Mm. Um, so it was just like, wow. in that same instance, but I was the only one I was feeling that heavy. Yeah. And I had to tell him. I said, Alex, it knows we're here. Like I can, I can feel it looking. I can feel it, yeah. feel it on my skin. And so, one thing I tell people is like, when I feel something that heavy, it's almost like I can feel his personality. Yeah. So for like the next, the next day, I was out of commission, uh, because it's like I'm, I'm battling this entity. I can hear it talking. I can feel it. I can feel how it operates. I told yeah. people it was, it was sticky. Mm-hmm. It was almost like an infection. So it, it affects you, but it also affects the people you're around. And so like, even in that same instance. The married couples were having issues. Yep. Relationship people were having issues. So it's the day, like, yeah, the day the after, day after mm-hmm. everyone was having an issue in some way, and that's what I was trying to explain. I was like, it's an infectious. And so in the same in the same instance, you see the people in the red light district. They're infected by it, in the sense, mm-hmm. you know, you hey, you think one little act is innocent, but it's not. Now that person has become affected and affected the people around. Why do you think people crowd, go in groups? Going to talk to the buddies, like, hey, should we do this? Like, what Alex is talking about. That's how it operates. And so, in that, afterwards, now I understood, how do I pray against it? Not So, in the same instance of praying in tongues, now I understand, where should I focus my attention? And so, I didn't realize that to basically end of the trip. But I would not have understood it if I didn't go through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I have another point with that, but I'm going to give... I don't know if you have another question, Anna. Do you have some points to it? No. Uh, well, yeah, I know. I was going to say it's interesting. Yeah. It feels like, when, you know, when we go to spiritually charged places, right, where there is that feeling. Right? Yeah. I remember I was walking in, in in Cambodia. I walked in a Buddhist temple, and they were all yeah. practicing, mm-hmm. and I felt the same way, the giant yeah. weight on my mm-hmm. chest and everything. Um, but even, like, for, for you, it seems like a lot of times, like uh, – it's just so so cool to see how the Holy Spirit works, you know. Yeah. Um, but sometimes he'll like he'll select people uh, to carry the burden mm-hmm. for for the evening, you, yeah. you know. And I, I think like it's like you you've been gifted with with discernment, yeah. with the gift of discernment, uh, and like just an awareness of that. And it's like like you experienced the burden of the group that night yeah you know what i mean um and you were able to carry that and intercede on behalf so i think like that like even just from you talking and processing and now i'm processing is like your role that evening seemed like it was it was intercession and covering Mm -hmm. of protection over the people who were who were walking around Mm -hmm. yeah and the funny thing is is that afterwards when we left the red light district um, this is it's just so funny how so God prophetic. was moving it was so prophetic. that entire time. Yeah. Because I feel like everyone had their own assignment. Yeah. 
And after we prayed over the red light district, we went back to the prayer room. And I'm saying things kind of in out of order, but I'm going to bring context to it. Afterwards, I left. I went back to the base by myself, and mm-hmm. I went to the prayer room to pray by myself. They and had like a prayer tower where you it, it's all windows, and you could basically see all this. Oh, it's beautiful. Up at, oh, the, wow. at the YWAM yeah. base. Come on. Yep. So, yeah. cool. so they had a, like a prayer room in the YWAM base, and then the prayer room called the Tabernacle in the Red Light yeah. District. So... But everyone else was staying into the different groups. Alex um, and his group did something else, Anna and her group. Um, we were still they, walking they around, still, and then we went into the tabernacle. Exactly. Yeah. And so in that, actually a storm appeared. They they were actually in a drought. They hadn't had rain for like 43 yeah. days yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, and this was right after the yeah. walking around seven yeah. times, right? Yeah. Just so I'm getting this right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so someone actually prophesied, uh, yeah, I would say prophet, prophetically prayed for Alex talking about rain. The night or uh, day before. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And then while my group was in the tabernacle, the guy was prophetically singing about rain and being yeah. washed. Come on. Yeah. And then... So Darius left for the YWAM base first, then my group left for the YWAM base, and Alex and his group left for the YWAM base last. Yeah. And so why do I say that? I say that because before I left is actually what you were saying. Like, I was sitting down on the couch um, praying and just like, my heart sunk. Yeah. I've never felt this way before. Yeah. And... um Alex prayed and encouraged me. Um, just talked about I need to feel this. Um, and then I remember I was in the back room, and uh, Max asked me, was I okay? Mm. I broke down crying. Mm. Like, I've once again, never done that. Like, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the one tier, let me, you know, let me go to the room. I'm the one tier person. But I broke down crying, and I couldn't stop. Like... To the point, I just kind of got mad. I was like, I need to leave. <laughs> but in that, um, and this is where I I can't, I, I don't know if I'm really allowed to say in public, but I'm just going to say it here because, I mean, I feel like this is a space for it. Um, it was the first time I felt, I think, since I've been saved, an absence of the Holy Spirit. Oh, wow. Like, for a whole, basically, I would say 20 hours. I was. I felt like Jesus on the cross. Of, oh Lord, why have you forsaken me? Yeah, for sure. Like, where are you? Why have you allowed this to happen? Then I can look across the canal and see the the church that was built during. I want to say like the fourteen hundreds. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cathedrals there that aren't practicing churches anymore, and they're the museums. museums. And across from the tabernacle, there's a huge, beautiful cathedral that's a museum. Yeah, I was infuriated. Yeah, it broke my heart. Infuriated. Mm. I was so angry. I'm just like, what happened? And yeah. on the side, so Amsterdam's like, sorry to add context No, please, to it. please. On the side of this building, uh, you see I was it get from, like, I can see it right now in my mind's eye. No. There, so Amsterdam's like, um, like, crest or yeah. symbol, or like their symbol. Um, it, it predates, like, all of the craziness, craziness yeah. but it's three X's yeah. and, I, and I think it has something to do with like three different saints or something okay. like when it was when Amsterdam was created mm-hmm. but it's three X's which now yeah. three X's mean like yeah. like I mean it's it's the red light district like come on yeah. Yeah. that's three X's like that's what it and so across from the tabernacle 
you can see on this what used to be a church that is now a museum, three X's. And what did the, the host of Canal to say it stands for? You remember? Sa- sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Because mm. I asked, I was because from yeah. the research I'd done, I was like, it seemed like it was for like three saints or something. Yeah. And so I was I was curious, and I asked the the tour guide, and, so. and even he didn't didn't know exactly where it originated from. He just kind of said, "This is where we adapted it to." Yeah. And seeing that on the church, boy, it made me mad. Boy, I wanted to burn it to the ground. I said, yeah. "Burn it and start over." Yeah. I wanted, I I just, I felt. I mean, I still need to. Actually, we read it, but I feel like Jonah in that sense of yeah. like just burn the city. Yeah, they've turned away from it. Yeah, just get just, just, just get rid of it. Yeah, and we, we'll start over. We'll make something new. And so it it makes it makes me even more mad because when looking at it, I, I exactly how I just changed my word, uh, verbiage or mm-hmm. like uh, I would say pronoun whatever. I said we. That's what I felt when I seen the church. Mm-hmm. I said, what have we done? Well, how did we allow this to happen? Because as Christians, we're supposed to hold that that standard. But in ironically, right when they had the most religious, um, I guess let's say the religious activity in the sense of Christianity, mm-hmm. get, spreading the gospel, is exactly what he put the red light district and turned it away from God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when I started crying, it was more in a sense of how I felt like how like these people are lost. Yeah, like these there are families walking by. There, there are literally families, families walking around with young children mm. in the red light district, and it well, made my right my, next it made to sick. right next to a sex yeah. worker. Like I can pull up a fifty right now and be like, "Hey, w- 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 what's this gonna give give me?" Right and next to a family. And a kid can see you. Yep. Wow. A kid can turn wow. and look into these full exactly. doors with yeah. a woman with barely anything on. Yes. Like I was after after walking around the building and praying, I I had to I had to take a break. And I, I'm literally watching down this alleyway. These two women come out the door, and this older man is now walking down, and he's trying to, like, it looks like he's haggling, trying to figure out where he can get. And so I'm watching the whole interaction, praying, it's like, allow this man not to have any money, allow somebody to knock some sense into him, something. Mm. Um, eventually, uh, it looked like he was about to walk away, me. We we walked past it and just went back to the uh, tabernacle to pray, but it was just like just seeing the interaction of someone literally able to negotiate a deal, and people just walking by, like it's nothing. Like it's nothing. It's H&M on the corner. I mean, I, hey, I need some jeans. Mm-hmm. So it's that he, it was that, mm-hmm. and so like, like the, the darkness and the sinisterness is just like eh. It's whatever. Eh. It's just it's it what? it's what the red light is. district. That's yeah. what it is. Like it's it is. no big deal. Yeah, it's Satan minimized. Like he 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 tries to minimize so much the darkness where people just become used to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's normal. Yeah, yeah. Now, so so for a little uh, follow up, I, I yeah. want to circle back a little to that uh, that story of you guys praying, going yeah. around uh, seven times, right? And you you said that you I had to stop. You had to I stop. Could. I okay. Could. Okay, but you said after like I just want to kind of kind of recapping yeah, here. Yeah, that's a- After you had uh, walk or after the group had walked around seven times, you said the storm came in. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the storm came in after we walked. They walked around seven times. We met back up at the uh, at the uh, tabernacle. Okay. So me seeing the interaction was actually in the process of us going back. 
Yeah. So me, uh, we technically split to two groups. Me and Kurt was one, and yep. Alex and the rest of them stayed and prayed. So us going back was us meeting back there, praying over again, trying to collect. That's why I broke down crying. Mm-hmm. And that's when they came back as well. And the storm hit. The storm hit actually when Maybe I like left. like 30 minutes after we yeah. all had met back up exactly. at the Tabernacle. Wow. So I left and went back to pray at the base. They stayed. Mm-hmm. And so actually, ironically, like right when I went up to the prayer room, that's when it hit hard. Yeah. And so we and my t- my group left. It was starting to sprinkle, so maybe like fifteen minutes after yeah, we had gone yeah, back to the base. Yeah. yeah. And so we're we're probably having maybe if anybody's listening, they're probably like, well, well, it's just rain. Who cares? Well, it's like there was a drought. There was a, right? a drought. Multiple prophetic words yep. or prophetically yep. seen yes. about washing and rain. Yes. yes. And, and then it was after we had just gotten out of the red light district. Yep. Yes. And what what I, what I find interesting, this is the part that I, I was talking to Alice debriefing a little bit, but yep. he had talked about rain and storms. Yep. yep they 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 clear out the red light district. It does. Yep. It does. Okay. Whoa. Because whoa, whoa. no so, one wants to be in the rain. Yeah. yeah. So you guys walked around seven times, and yep. after seven times, a thunderstorm hit. Yeah, I would say about forty-five for the first time in ever. And it wasn't. It was like more than a sprinkle. Like it it was was a downpour. It was a downpour. Like we were walking and we were soaked. Yes. Yes. Which clears the that's clears the layer that district. And it was really cool too because every single one of us like didn't feel that sticky residue. Every Mm. single one of us were like, Mm. we feel released from the assignment that the Lord had for us, and we don't feel other than like those. The next day we was had like a little bit like the relational stuff, but we didn't feel like yeah any residue on us. But the thing is that that entity really does affect relational stuff. Yeah, and so ironically, that that you know when we did our series on relationships, Mm -hmm. some of those emotions actually being brought back up, Mm -hmm. like to the point the next day I was like, "Well, I mean, I haven't thought about this in months." Wow, and so like it it deal. That's why I said everyone will be affected differently. Everyone was affected. Everyone in a a way relationally. Yeah, and so it's so interesting. The enemy is not original. No, not at all. He just rebrands. Uh, rebrands. That's all he, he does. Yeah, yeah. It, every I, I, okay. Every single trip I've been a part of, mission yep. trip, mm. it's all he will always attack relationships yep. and yep. disunity. He does it yep. every single time, and it's like that's where it's like we. I think like we need to be aware. We need to press into that. Yep. You know, and be like, okay, this is what the enemy's going to do. We yep. already know what he's. He's not original. He's yeah. not yeah. exactly. But it, like, it works somehow. Sometimes if we yep. let it. Yeah. If we but get I in, think, right? Yeah, we had a. I think the first night was essential. Cause our first night we did we did uh, we prayed we prayed over each other and for like prophesied three for three Amen. hours. Amen. Yeah, and so yes. up in that very hot prayer room. Yes. <laughs> no, it was AC. beautiful though. It was beautiful. It was beautiful but no, yeah. open the windows. I was yeah. I was having a great time up there. Um, I was sweating. <laughs> but because even with that, when going back to like how the enemy operates, yeah, it's just that I think the reason why I say it was life changing, especially in my sense, it was like. Now I understand how to operate more in my discernment. Mm-hmm. Because once again, the next day for 20 hours, I was re- I was really wrestling with God. Not wrestling of an anger, wrestling, where are you? Like I felt I felt dry. 
I felt hopeless. I mm. felt there was like, what is that quench of thirst? Like I'm praying in tongues and it feels like it's void. Mm. And so mm. for 20 hours, I was just like, where's my power? Where are you? Why have you forsaken me? Yeah. And so actually me and Anna was walking, we were going through, um, what was the, the, the little market? We was going that through could the be market. A whole oh, oh, yeah. podcast right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we were walking through like just some random open air market. It was really cool, actually. Yeah, it was cool. Um, Had a great focaccia sandwich. Oh. <laughs> Dream about that bread. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have that. I didn't know. And that's after we came back from the bakery. You make me sick. Um, so, uh, what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I was going to say, I think it's like so cool. It just goes back to what I was saying earlier. Of just like the Lord seeks to express his burdens yeah. mm-hmm. through his people. Yep. Yep. And like how you were like, I know like it, it probably sucked feeling void, right? But yep. now you know. But it's yep. like. It that gave was you the, his heart. Exactly. Yep. It gave you his heart for those people. brokenness. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. like that, 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 that. I think this is something that has helped me put just the idea of suffering and the idea oh, yeah. of like feeling nothing into perspective of like God is a God who seeks to express those kind of things through yeah. his people. Yeah. He, he operates through his people. That's that's what he's done since like you know, beginning get go. Yeah. yeah. Operating uh, through people and with you're, people. You're hundred percent correct. Yeah. Because dude, walking through it through the I don't know why he just chose that odd time through the market. It was really could, cool. Yeah. Because the whole day I'm just I'm like, where are you? I don't I I, I I can't feel you. And I just I just feel feel like he said I'm with you. That was it, mm-hmm. and yeah. that yeah. that one sentence yep. brought back exactly what you just said. Like I felt the Holy Spirit come back over me. Mm. I, everything Amen. came together, and I then on the plane ride back, praying, and I was listening to some worship music. I felt the Lord telling me, like He was just like downloading. I needed you to experience all those things for exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. It's like I need you to feel the heart that I have for them. Mm-hmm. I need you to understand what it feels like to not have the Holy Spirit and to have it. And so it was the first time I felt since I would say really being here at Waypoint, understanding how to use my gift, um, an absence of not being able to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like when talking about like side note. I'm not going to reveal it on here, but when talking about, you know, your father not being able to use his gift, and that's the reason why he's excited about this new season, to be able to dream visions yep, again. Yep. I got it after, like, after the trip. Like, I felt noodled, neutered in this in sense. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't, yeah. and it was frustrating. Yeah. Um, and so, in that, I, we... we I mean, I've rambled in, but it brought up the conversation of really about the group. Um, it is something I cannot explain, but also something enemy where I know this will not be my first, my last time. Like I, uh, it, I, I don't want to just say Amsterdam, but I'm saying in these type of environments. Yeah. Um, it really felt like this is just the first step mm. but I needed you to experience some of that emotional spiritual dryness in the midst of it yeah. to understand yeah. okay how are you going to battle when you have mm-hmm. like when you have to rely on your experiences in a sense mm-hmm. yeah. um, kind of what man uh Tom Freely last night, man. Just, that he was just, good. He's just a well. <laughs> he's just he's, a well of knowledge. Yeah, he is. <laughs> but 
I I'm not gonna lie. I was praying here like before live group last night. Um, it wasn't like I was really like going through anything, but it was more of like kind of dealing with the fact that I know this is just the first step and kind of excited to go to the next one. Mm-hmm. And You're so, like ready to go. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I don't want to be here no more. <laughs> and, and so in that, I'm just like, Lord, why am I got to go to this life group? What I got to be there for? And like when he started speaking, I was like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. For like, context, yeah. he spoke about leadership and how you don't have to have a position, but it's actually our life that like the Lord uses for us yeah. to like mold us into a leadership position. Yeah. It's about becoming, becoming yes. about yeah. building. That's what exactly. it was. Yeah. So good, and it's and it paired completely with what God was telling me on the plane ride back. Hmm. And even I felt like a nice when, ten hour flight. Yeah, you got plenty of time to figure it out then. <laughs> <laughs> and so you ain't sleeping, you're figuring you it know? out. And so like even when coming back and just trying to figure out my, process my own emotions and things of that nature, I feel like. I feel like God was saying, excuse me, I feel like the Lord was telling me, like, especially this last year, uh, like, things that I've been dealing with trying to understand for myself, I feel like the Lord was telling me, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching you these things so you can become the person I need you to be. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was very ironic what he was talking about, you know, it was a, a very similar, almost to the exact same thing. And so that's the reason I was like, ah, I need to be here. <laughs> um, if not for the yeah. pink pineapple for Tom Freely. Oh, message. yeah. I mean, that helped. That was, yeah. <laughs> for the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But anything it, else? Answer yeah. was really cool, too, because even though there was some, like, disunity that one day. It was one. It yeah. was literally... Like one day, yeah. Every Amen. every other time, it felt like if one person was feeling it, the Holy Spirit was telling another person about it. Like we were just yeah. very in sync, and like That's my awesome. my group, especially when we were in the red light district, like we were just the the Holy Spirit was telling us the exact same things of like where to go, who to talk mm-hmm. to. Like it was just communication and operation with our team felt easy. Mm. Yeah. It was mm. so easy. We even bring up the interviews that we did. Oh, yeah. We haven't brought that up. We haven't brought that up. Well, we say that. So, you want to save it, you said? Well, you can just bring up a, oh, okay. yeah, a quick summary. So, yeah, just quick summary. Um, maybe we can post the video whenever Taylor and yeah, Matt yeah. are done. Uh, Taylor and Matt McLaughlin, if you need photographers or a wedding, wedding videographer, you should hire them. Um, but right. they came on Stop. our trip. <laughs> Mental note. Oh. Oh, um, but they brought their camera gear because we briefly mentioned the idea of interviewing people. And maybe that would be a way that we could like... Evangelize. Yeah, evangelize just kind of like open up the conversation with people. Mm-hmm. And we kind of left it at it. So it was definitely the Lord thing that like they brought their stuff yep. because we never really solidified a plan beforehand. Um, but we went around for probably like, I'd say like maybe three or four hours total. Yeah. Uh, just asking people. It was a little awkward at first, but then we kind of got in the swing of it. Yeah. Of like, hey, uh, we're doing a short film on asking people about God. Can we talk to you for five minutes? And you asking them like, "What's your experience with God? How do you feel about God? Do you believe in God?" And then Taylor, um, the Holy Spirit, gave her a question to ask that we began asking like maybe one third of the way in, 
and it was asking people, do you believe that Jesus loves you? Mm. And it was really cool. Like we, we yeah. talked to a Hindu guy. We talked to a Roman Catholic guy. We talked to a couple agnostic people. We talked to a, Catholic, a couple of Catholic people. Yep. So it was it was really interesting. Yeah, and it, it's funny that when you ask people, do you believe that Jesus loves you? Everyone's actually said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone that was willing to, to um, you know, talk to us believes that. Now... Do they believe, they believe. in your heart? Yeah, see, that's the thing. Is to say, um, you know, the concept of love, yeah. the sense of, oh, does you, of course, that's that's supposed to be what Isn't that, that Christian... Jesus, exactly. you know, someone even said that, like, that's his whole thing, so yeah, exactly. I would hope that he would love me. Exactly. However, do as Christians, do we model it? Mm. Yeah. I see that. I think that's the difference that people... Yeah. Jesus is, yeah, it's supposed to be love, but do we model it? Yeah, um, that's good. And so that that one thing from that I was even discussing with Matt, I thought it was very ironic that the people who wanted nothing to do with God were the, the most hesitant to even matter of fact they just said no, they don't want to speak. Yeah. There and was so, multiple times where we like said our little spiel about yeah. we're doing a short film. Um and they're like, Oh no and you know, either yeah. Darius and I would be like, Oh, you know, even if you have like a negative opinion, like we, we still would like hear, to hear I Darius would be like, hear that. Yeah, I actually would prefer to hear your opinion. And there was multiple times where people were like, that's too much to unpack. Or like, yeah. I really, mm-hmm. like, I've had bad experiences. I, yeah. I really don't want to talk about it. Yeah. So, so was that just, was really yeah. interesting. Yeah. And so. We interviewed a pigeon. We did. And a guy dressed up as the Grim Reaper. Now, that's the one I don't think we should say yet. Because I want to see that. I'm excited. That. He if said some anything, really interesting he, he says some very interesting things. The dude's from Romania. Okay, okay. And, and he, he's, he's Roman. He grew up in the Roman, Roman Catholic, yeah, Catholic, Roman Orthodox yeah, Church. There we go, yeah. Um, yeah, it was really interesting. I, I don't want to spoil it, but right. his perspective was just like... Of, of Amsterdam? Of Amsterdam. Wild. Uh, wow. And it was in the... <laughs> it was it's literally in, called the damn square. It is, though. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and it's right next to the red light district. It is, and so right next to it. Yeah, like I mean, even to the point we went on that side, I was like, "Hey, Anna, you gonna have to like, mm-hmm. you gonna have to start uh, initiate some of these." I mean, we charged my batteries real quick. Um, they just pooped on my back. I had to buy a new shirt at H and M. Oh yeah, all over my back. Hey, at least you got a new shirt out of it. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> The last time I went to Europe, I got something from H and M too. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, I just I just came back with a nose piercing, so it's pretty sick. Yeah, we all were is. trying to get it tattoos, is. and yeah. then it didn't happen. Yeah, you came yeah, back, I, and I was like, Darius looks a little bit better than he did before. And I was like, Stop, <laughs> Stop trying to figure him up. Stop trying to figure out what it was. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the nose ring. Darius came back with the nose ring. I came back with a new shirt out of necessity, yeah. and Alex came back with an obsession with Kurt Nielsen's calves. Yeah, oh, really did though. <laughs> Follow Kurt calves on Instagram. <laughs> oh, man. But it was really good. I think. I mean, there was even a word that I got that. Our team would just bring joy, and mm. there was just so many, so many joy-filled moments yeah. of laughing and like cracking up and just having fun. Like, yeah, we probably looked like the dumb Americans on the subway. Oh uh, yeah, I had but, to like separate. we were, but, I literally had to separate. But, we were, <laughs> but there was times where it was like we were just having like there was just too much joy. Yeah, that it was like I don't care. It's you like, don't go on the subway and talk. You go on the subway to sit there. And nah, bro, I'm here to hang out with my buds. Stop it. Uh, stop Before the subway station. Yes. Stop Americans, conf- Stop bro. conforming. <laughs> Americans. Conforming the image of Christ, Darius. No, I, I have taken bus stop rides. Stop conforming. In ch- 
start reforming. Oh, uh, oh that's a t-shirt. No, uh, <laughs> no. Okay, I'm taking, I'm taking bus and trains going up in Dallas when. Yeah, I, I know. Books. No one okay. does anything. They don't look you at don't, each other. You they don't look. Get... You you go on there. You get off. Don't talk to me. We're not here to talk. Have conversations. I'm here to get to point A and point B, and I don't want to be here. Neither do you. When ta- Why are we talking? <laughs> when Taylor and I went back for the backpack that we lost, full of camera or camera gear, that was crazy. Also, yeah. Um, there was a guy playing the accordion on the sub- subway. So, that okay. Was interesting. Yeah. Okay. Hadn't seen that before. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. any last thoughts, questions, concerns? <laughs> um, yeah. Not at the moment. Yeah. I think we we good. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we literally only said one third of the story too. Yeah, that's the fun. Oh, that was yeah. that was. Yeah. That was yeah. I feel like we talked about days. one and a half day. And yeah, spiritual size of things. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it'll encourage people to reach out. Yeah, and buy you lunch or dinner. Yes, that I will be, take free that food. That will be lovely. Yes. <laughs> I can give you a list. <laughs> Darius and I will come. The way my bank account has been set up since this uh. transmission, I, I, I'm going to need it. I'm going to need it. Because, Coke, uh, you took everything from me, bro. There you go. <laughs> That's uh, a are, joke I kept saying. We are starting a GoFundMe for Darius. There will be a link in the bio. <laughs> oh. It's going to be called the Brothers and E Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> For the gold chain. I need it. <laughs> yes, she does. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, maybe we could do more, talk more about it a little bit later. Yeah. But um, follow us on Instagram, Waypoint Kaya, C-A-Y-A, Charlie Alpha Yankee. You know Alpha. you lost it. You know you C-A-Y-A. lost it. Yeah. 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 I had to phonetically <laughs> spell it, Darius. Um Fun fact, Philip used to do phonetic alphabet tests for me, and it was stressful until I got it. And now oh, it's really fun. There you go. So, okay. learning how, phonetic alphabet, how, kids. How, how was that applied to your life? Actually, it was really helpful when I was a receptionist, and I had to phonetically spell things all the time. Okay. All right. Wow. Yes. So, anyways. Uh, thank so you guys no for listening. Way. Got it. Ah, ah, ah. It was very uh, helpful for like two years. Thank you for listening. You were saying something. <laughs> Darius is cutting me off. I uh, hope you guys have a great day. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Hayes, for being here. <laughs> <laughs>